I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called the Mariner's Call. This old mariner, by the grace of God, the Lord took off of a boat and placed in a book many, many years ago. And it's such a, you know, it's such a good opportunity for us. And it, always an exciting opportunity to be with you by means of radio. hope our program is catching you just right. Usually heard around the weekend period of time. Thank you for just being there. Hey, by the way, if you'd ever hear something on this program uh maybe you can add to or maybe you can give me some thoughts so you say brother mon when you said so and so it reminded of a situation in my life and maybe you can tell me some things that might help the next time i maybe speak on this subject I can make it, uh, what, a little more interesting. So if we can help you, it's just part of that World Wide Web, www, it's that keyboard, F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International, right here in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. Hey, by the way, uh, sort of a new board situation here behind the mic. And what I have is I'm looking at some pictures of some people that listen to our program on a regular basis. I'm looking right now at a couple that uh, they uh, listen from the uh, island of Trinidad. Uh-huh. All the way down, we think about the West Indies and for some others, I mean, on the other side of the world. Please, hey. Uh, I would love to put your picture right here. You said, what would I do? It sort of helps me to know that there's somebody actually out there in the radio audience. It gives me where I can look from the mic and I can look up, look to the right, northeast, southwest here, so to speak, and I can see somebody. So I'll tell you what, I'll trade you a picture. You send us one and uh, we'll send you one in exchange. The book of John, John chapter 15, all the way down in verse three, I'm gonna ask the question at this particular time, do you want to be clean? Don't you want to be clean? John chapter 15, all the way down to verse three, these are the words that came out of the mouth of our savior when he was here walking across the face of this old planet. John chapter 15, verse three, now ye are clean, through the word which I have spoken unto you. And we're going to see how that is true. What? Now you are clean. How? Through the word which I have spoken unto you. Immersing myself into the word of God. Reading from its pages as often as I can. Taking and meditating upon what I read. Uh, Then memorizing sometimes some verses and some places Uh, where I read, and then trying to live by what I have read and immerse myself in, that keeps me clean. 
Well, Brother Mon, how, how does that work? Now, I do believe that, by the way. All the importance of being clean on the inside. Now, we live in a dirty world, do we not? Our world is dirty. We look about dirt on the ground. I asked our, I think our five-minute listeners, I, I wonder when the Lord created we think about man, we think about Adam and Eve going all the way back to Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, you know. As far as this old planet is concerned, I wonder if the dirt was as dirty back then as it is today. This old planet is dirty. We get it on our feet when we'll go outside and it goes all the way to the top of our head. And then we drag it back into our house. Dirt all over our body, you know, and in our skin cells, part of our body just falling apart, you know, and we also dirty in habits. We live in a dirty world, and it's something about being clean on the outside that's just so refreshing, you know. But you know, it's one thing to be dirty physically. It's another thing to be dirty on the spiritual side. You say, what are you talking about? Oh, you can clean yourself up. Ah, as far as even put on your clean clothes and the smell goods and for you ladies, ah, the perfume and slip yourself uh, under maybe some sheets that are just spotless. My friend, that is wonderful. But you know, you could be so clean on the outside, but yet as far as the mind is concerned in the heart, oh, the mind could be like a septic tank fed by this world's sewage system, you know, and I don't want that. I don't want to be dirty on the outside. I don't want to be dirty on the inside. And Jesus said here, he said, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Do you want, do you want to be clean? Isn't it sad that most do not? You say, why? Because they belong to Satan. And as far as Satan is concerned, uh, people that do not like to retain God in their knowledge, they don't want nothing to do with the things of God. Was it Romans chapter 1? God gave them over to uncleanness. In fact, it says in one place he gave them over to a reprobate mind. Don't you want to be clean? Most say no, no. Well, why not? Don't you want to be clean, a reprobate mind, bad, wicked, immoral, degenerate, depraved, corrupt? And, you know, how do you know that people are like that? Because it comes out of the mouth and because it's seen in their deeds. One thing to be clean as far as body is concerned. Another thing to be clean on the inside. I not only want to be clean in body, but I want to be clean in body and soul. Do you want to be clean? If the answer is yes, oh, I've got good news for you. John chapter 15, verse 3. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. You know, the, there is ben, there's benefits in just taking a bath, taking a shower, you know, with you know, the benefit of a bar of soap. What soap is to physical dirt, the Word of God is to spiritual dirt and sin, you know. And as far as we think about uh, the Word of God being a cleaning tool, the first thing that has to be done is you have to use it. A bar of soap laying in a soap dish, bathtub, shower, just laying in that soap dish, is it going to benefit and help you? You said, yes, if you use it. Just sitting there, it may appear to be pretty. You may be able to smell it, you know. It may be just what you need, but it has to be used. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Jesus said, now, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. 
Now, that's true. The Word of God. Immersing myself in the Word of God. But where is your Bible? Eh, on the coffee table. Where is your Bible? On the nightstand. Where, where is your Bible? Uh, in the bedroom. Uh, where is your Bible? You understand? Is it still in the soap dish, so to speak? It has to be. It has to be used, you know, uh, as far as the book is concerned and trying to get down to the nitty gritty here. People say, well, how, how does it work? You know, when I read the word of God or try to meditate on it, how does that keep me clean? Well, what it does, it shows you where the dirt's at. Thinking about, was it Romans chapter 12, all the way down to about verse 19, verse 20. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. How can I know where the places of dirt are? We think about dirt, sin, you know, uh, thinking about getting involved in that. How, how can I be clean through the word of God? The word of God points as to where it's at. My mom many a time said, don't go over there. You're going to get dirty. Yes, ma'am. She pointed out a spot. Don't play there. You're going to get dirty. So as I read the word of God, I read pages like I start way in the Old Testament. Maybe I I'm got all the way down to the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20. And it says, thou shalt not steal. All right. Now, is that helping me? Yes. Now you're clean through the word, which I have spoken to you. God points out something there. He does not like theft. Thou shalt not steal. That'll make you dirty. That'll get you dirty. I've seen some men, I mean, almost tears in their eyes as they've learned themselves over just a situation where they got involved with theft. And my friend, I just took years over their life. The word of God points it out. Why? So that you can be clean. What lying lips are an abomination unto the Lord? Don't go there. Illicit sex, Hebrews 13, marriage is honorable and the bed undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Watch out. Watch out. There's wickedness there. There's dirt. The word of God is able to help us. Now you are clean through the word which I have, uh, which I have spoken unto you. It helps me to avoid it. Points it out, then helps me to avoid it by showing me what's going to happen if I get involved with that. All right, there's dirt over there. Don't go there. What is it? Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 6. Whom the Lord loveth. He chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Uh, Wayne Munn, yes, ma'am. My mom would say, you go over there and you get dirty. You come back here, you're going to suffer for it. Yes, ma'am. All right. Then when I go over that way, I get to thinking, you know, I, I don't want to receive the punishment. It's just really not worth getting dirty. So as far as the word of God is concerned, you're clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Get, you get involved with the dirt of this world. If you belong to God, oh, God's going to chasten you for it. And then what is it? Galatians chapter 6, you're going to reap what you sow. So as I read the word of God, I read from his pages. Ah, oh, it not only points out where the dirt's at, but it helps me to uh, avoid it. And then it shows me how it can be removed. I'll be honest with you. Walking in this world, I'd like to say since the time that the Lord has saved me, that I've been perfectly clean. That's not true. I have not. He said, Brother Mon, you've gotten dirty. Oh, yes. 
You know, isn't it a blessing to know, what is it, First John chapter 1, verse 7, and also verse 9, tells us, but we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And a lot of times that's the only part of the verse we read, but it says, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's something about taking a shower, a bath, physically that is so refreshing. There is something about always keeping clean before God to where if there is something that has been done, if there's some uncleanness there that we can bow our heads and we can, we can, we can repent of that. I'm sorry for that. And I claim the cleansing power of the blood, all the refreshing feeling that that gives me. And I'm not to be living by feelings, but by faith, but how refreshing and clean it, it, just, it just feels not only just to be clean on the outside, but also clean on the inside. My grandson one time came running into the house here, and he, he was just dirty from top to bottom. When I'm talking about dirty, I'm talking about physical dirt all over him. And his grandmother, which he called Meemaw, uh, grandmother grabbed him and said, listen, he called his name and said, look at you, look at you. You are dirty all over. And he just looked at her and said, Mimo, I love getting dirty. Isn't it sad that our world is filled with those who have no desire to be clean? But if there is a desire, it's because the devil has a hold of them, you know. And my grandson thought he had the devil a hold of him <laughs> when his grandmother took him and put him in a bathtub and got him from top to bottom back clean again. I'm glad I can be clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And if there's a time where there is dirt, it can be removed by faith, by claiming the cleansing that there is in the blood. Don't you want to be clean? Until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.